Hello and welcome to Behind the Drive, the podcast for girls and guys who love Formula One. I'm your host, Courtney Ross, and I am here for you every week to bring you fun and educational content while hopefully making some new F1 friends along the way. So if you love all things formula, then I highly recommend you hit the follow button to join the community and get notified every time a new episode comes out. Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Drive. I hope you're all having a wonderful week so far and thank you for tuning in to another episode or watching this if you're seeing it on YouTube. I'm not going to lie, this is probably, this is the fourth time I've tried to record this. The first time the audio didn't work, the second time the video cut out and didn't work, the third time I wasn't happy with it and I was like, one last time, we're trying it one last time. And then it's just not going to go up if it doesn't work. But yeah, I just wanted to do a little sit down, casual chit chat, um, post race rambles about the Austin GP, which happened on the weekend. And for me, it did not disappoint. I really, really liked it. There were massive crowds. We're talking like 400,000 people there. Great weather. There was RVs all lined up along the fence line of the track celebrities walking around like it just looked amazing and it made me really really jealous because I've been to the states before but not to a GP there and I was like "Ah, I really wish I was there in person but yeah I actually really liked the vibe of the whole event and then in terms of the track design I really like it I feel like it has a lot of aspects from other circuits like you've got your high speed corners low speed corners It's got elevation, two DRS zones. Like, what else do you need in a track? (laughs) It does look like it needs to be relayed and then like steamrolled because it looked a bit bumpy. (laughs) But I'm not driving, so, you know, I can't really complain. But I think my favorite part of the track is like turns three to eight because they're high speed turns and they look really fun to drive. And for the drivers who are experiencing like five Gs of force per turn, like the amount of neck strength and muscles they would be using like to lean into each corner is just crazy to me. And speaking of corners, there were a few that the stewards were keeping an eye on, which were turns six, nine, and 19, but majority of the drivers didn't have any trouble with them. There were a couple that got their lap times deleted in qualifying, but when it came down to the race, they all stayed in the limits. But qualifying for me was actually really fun to watch and it was great to see both McLaren and Ferrari up there in terms of their speed. And I think it was by the end of Q2, the top eight drivers were both Mercs, both Red Bulls, both Ferraris and both McLarens. So their times were really, really close and it made it interesting as to where they would finish up for their starting position in the race. And of course, it came down to the wire as usual and Max Verstappen was able to secure pole position. And Perez was so close, like he nearly got P2, which would have been really good to have like a Red Bull front row lockout because Perez hasn't actually started on the front row since Imola. Um, But in saying that, he's had like six second row starts this season. So it's not a bad result either. So as we get to race day, the weather is nice and warm, the sun is out, and all the drivers have elected for the medium compound tire, apart from Carlos Sainz and Yuki Tsunoda, who got stuck on the softs because of their qualifying strategy. 
And from lights out, Lewis Hamilton just had a really good start and we saw Max Verstappen probably spending a little more time trying to defend his position down to the first corner. But Perez was another one that had a really good start and was right up there as well. So for Lewis, it would have put a little bit of pressure on him knowing that he had the two Red Bulls directly behind him. And then a little bit further down the track, Carlos Sainz was another one that had a good start, which obviously the soft tires helped. <laughs> but by the time he got down to the first corner, the two McLarens had actually caught up and they were like three cars wide <laughs> with Carlos in the middle trying to like defend both of them. But yeah, he did a pretty good job for the first couple of laps and it was nice to see sort of the battle between the two main competitors. A couple of drivers that didn't particularly have a great start <laughs> was Nicholas Latifi and Lance Stroll. So they made contact down at the first corner and Stroll actually spun around. So not the best start for them. Uh, Latifi did have to come in and do a front wing change. And then there was also contact between Esteban Ocon and one of the Alfa Romeos, which I can't remember which one it was, but he had to come in and also do a front wing change as well. But for the first 10 or so laps, the top three, so Lewis, Max and Checo, were all sort of keeping up with each other. And Red Bull was actually setting the quickest time in the middle sector, I believe. So... Yeah, it wasn't like Lewis was pulling away, but I think we can all agree that Red Bull strategy just all came together and worked well for the race. <laughs> the fact that they brought Max in quite early and then also got Checo to come in as well, basically left Mercedes in a position where they had no choice but to pull the trigger and bring Lewis in early as well. And this just gave Red Bull the upper hand for most of the race. Even when Max had his second pit which was sort of like was this a bit too early to bring him in luckily that they did because I think if they changed the strategy even by a couple of laps it could have altered the outcome in the end the other thing we saw was a few retirements through the race so Paul Gasly so I think he didn't even get that far into the race but he had to retire his car because of mechanical issues and then both Alpines which I was like, ugh, pretty bad result for a team to have both of their drivers knocked out of the race. I guess it's kind of similar to, was it Austria or Zandvoort? Somewhere where like both Alpha Tauris were out of the race as well. I think it might've been Zandvoort, but yeah, not a good result for them. But then one of the battles that I actually was keeping my eye on was between Danny Rick and Carlos Sainz. And I was kind of torn because Carlos Sainz is my favorite driver, but Daniel Ricciardo is the driver for my country. So I like him as well. But yeah, they had some great wheel-to-wheel -wheel battles. And I think if it wasn't for that slower pit time that Carlos Sainz had, he might've got him. He might've got him. And I think like when they were battling towards the end and they made contact and then Carlos got that damage. Yeah, it was just not, not gonna end well for him. And he even said in post interviews that, you know, he totally tore up his tires trying to chase him back down, which meant by the end of the race, he had degradation and in came Bottas who was just cruising behind for the race. and was like, oh, I'll take that position. Thank you very much. <laughs> But going back to the front runners, I think it was around lap 37 that Lewis Hamilton came in and did a tire change and the hunt was on. He was chasing down Max and trying to take that victory. And for a while it was like, 
maybe is he gonna get it like it's gonna be super super close we've seen him do it before it could happen again can Max hold him off? And I think when there was about five laps to go, Lewis was within two seconds of Max and they were sort of hovering around that mark. And it was nail biting. I was like, oh, is he gonna actually get the chance to overtake him? And uh, luckily he didn't, but it was great to see Max Verstappen take a victory in Austin and to see Checo up there as well. It's so, so good. So really great for Red Bull. They're just, again, gaining more points in the Constructors' Championship, and then for Max to increase the lead over Lewis in the Drivers' Championship as well. So yeah, what did you guys actually think of the whole weekend? Like, did you like the vibe of it? Did you go and see it live? If you did, please let me know what it was like. Oh, and then the other thing, which is a bit of a random talking point, but. <laughs> The amount of memes that have come out about Shaquille O'Neal on the podium. Oh my goodness. Like <laughs> that guy. Okay, wait, firstly, the car. <laughs> what was the car about that he was like delivering <laughs> the trophies in? Brilliant. Love that. And then the fact that he is standing on the podium and he is taller than Lewis Hamilton, who's standing on the second place podium and even Max Verstappen who was on the highest podium was still only like a fraction taller than him I was like this guy is a monster like he's so so tall um but it was great to see like him walking around there was also that awkward encounter with Martin Brundle and um what was that rapper's name Megan Thesalian oh my goodness <laughs> I was like do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> like, this is an F1 legend. And she's probably just like, well, not her. She wasn't the problem. It was her Sekis. But the Sekis were like, no, no, don't talk to her. And I was like, ooh, that was really, really cringy to watch. <laughs> but yeah, overall, really, really loved it. I uh, would love to hear what you guys thought of it as well. I have another episode I am working on which I might try and release in a couple of days which is about F1's golden retriever Lando Norris. <laughs> so I wanted to do like an episode dedicated to him where I can talk about his career, where he um, has driven before, how he got into F1, all that stuff. So keep an eye out for that if it's something that sounds interesting to you. And I also want to quickly plug, I've created a Discord because I have um, a lot of people on various platforms that I chat to and I wanted to sort of make like a central community where we can all chat and hang out and talk about everything F1. So if you're interested in that, I will leave the link in the description below. But apart from that, I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will see you in my next video. Bye.